Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Welcome to Prime Video's culture-rated collection. This is the place where black is the main character, where we don't jump through hoops just to hear our voice and can fall in love with illuminating documentaries like Giannis' The Marvelous Journey. I'm just a hard worker that's trying to survive. Enjoy the animated series, The Second Best Hospital in the Galaxy. All doctors report immediately. Where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Welcome home, baby. Or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. I want my music to unify people. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop. This is the cleanest police car I've ever been in in my life. And BMF. You're about to take over the whole nation. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Prime Video. Find your happy place. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. Within the Lines would not be possible without Anchor by Spotify. It is the easiest way to make a podcast and has been how we have made our podcast for over two years now. Anchor has everything we could need to make a podcast. And if you were thinking about starting your own podcast, you definitely should take advantage of their resources. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. We have fancy mics. You don't need a fancy mic to use Anchor. When hosting on Anchor, you can even distribute your podcast to listening platforms such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Wherever you want to listen to your podcast, Anchor does that work for you. You think me and Tyler are smart enough to figure this stuff out by ourselves? Absolutely not. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And of course, the best part, because me and Tyler are cheapies, Anchor is totally free. Anchor's been great for us. It's been what we have been using. Um, we highly, highly recommend it. And if you were thinking about making a podcast yourself, we encourage you to download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Let's get back to the pod. Welcome back to another episode of Within the Lines. Coming at you on December 3rd, 2019, the last month of the 2010 decades. Today's episode is a little bit different. The one thing that is similar is we're starting the episode off with some NFL talk. Got Are a you big, ready for some football? Got a big week of action to recap, talk about, you know, the fun stuff. But then following that, we're bringing you a special little series. If you are a uh, calendar keep track of the calendar you're going to know that there is going to be five within the lines episodes this month there's going to be one today which you're listening to right now mm. tuesday december 10th that actually might get moved to uh thursday december 12th Ty, we need to talk about that whenever it comes out it's coming out tuesday december 17th christmas eve tuesday december 24th oh. and then uh new year's eve tuesday december 31st oh each of the five episodes is going to have a different movie related decade list today we are bringing you the top 10 funniest movies of the decade from 2010 to 2019, took a lot of thought. It's going to probably cause a lot of arguing. It was a struggle. 
but it's just one of it's one of five so we got plenty more coming get excited and follow along tyler let's get into this let's do it I don't feel so good. Smash! Hey, look up. You can put it on the board. Yes! There was a lot of action to recap, Tyler. NFL Week 13. We had three games on Thursday. The Thanksgiving trio. That was fun to watch. Had our usual uh, Sunday slate of games. And then tonight we have Monday. Seahawks versus Vikings, I believe. Yes, sir. Currently going on. You already know the outcome of it, but score is 27-17 Seahawks. So oh, let's go. Probably going to end up being uh, th- the final score. We'll see, though. Vikings got the ball. Anything could happen. But, uh, uh, big big game, Kirk Cousins, Jay? Can it, anything happen? It, 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 they're in Seattle, bro. I mean, it's hard to win in Seattle. Not this year, it's and not. Fourth, but fourth it's quarter, Kirk Cousins. Fourth quarter just started. Anything could happen. 15 minutes left. Kirk Cousins, oh. Seattle has the ball. I don't know, I don't what, know what happened. happened. Five <laughs> seconds into the quarter. Maybe it was just a kickoff where it said, uh, was it a Kirk Cousins INT? Come on, baby. It doesn't matter, Tyler, because my Kirk Cousins fandom has transitioned into a different fandom that we'll talk about a little bit later. We'll start with the Thanksgiving games. Uh, first Thanksgiving game, Bears-Lions. Watched the entire game, and I was kind of upset that I did. Yeah, why? Um, why did you do that to yourself? Just because I knew it was the only game I'd probably be able to catch the whole thing of, and it was just a shit fest. It's not a good game. But the Bears won. They're 6-6. Six and six. They're in the hunt. Some would say the Bears are back. No, no one says that. Yeah, definitely not. They beat a terrible Lions team. Terrible. When two terrible teams play, one of the terrible teams has to win usually. Unless there's a tie, but we're going to exclude that. I will say that the Lions' third-string quarterback, David Blau. Yep. He looked pretty good. Did he? He looked. He was making some throws, and he looked. He looked decent. He didn't. He was like the perfect. Like when I was watching him play, I was like, "See, when I say, why isn't there?" Like, any NFL quarterback should at least be able to make the throws. Like, he was making the throws, and I was like... Exact same contract. Do you take David Blau or Mitch Trubisky? <laughs> Just off your one game of watching them. Head to head. Uh, <laughs> I did not partake in this shit show, so I do not have an opinion on it. Probably Mitch Trubisky. Nah, give me David that Blau. That is very unfortunate that it's that hard. Give me David Blau, because... Bears fans are crying right now listening to this. Yeah, literally right as we started the podcast, and we na- mentioned Kirk Cousins' name, he threw an interception. <laughs> <laughs> fucking love it. Um, Nothing makes my heart happier than a Kirk Cousins interception in a big-time game. Um, David Blau, because it'd be easier to move on from him if he does bad. It's just like, oh, it's our third string. We move on. Mitch Trubisky, for some reason, they're still holding on to, because they drafted him second overall and traded up for him. So That's tough. <laughs> it's real tough. And then the middle game was uh, Buffalo-Dallas which uh, Dallas shit the bed in. Now, my Carolina Reaper team, not scared. You shouldn't be scared because we give Dallas a lot of credit, and, I mean, their division is shit, so they still have a chance of winning it. Oh, yeah, they most likely will. Same record as the Bears, who we were just shitting all over. I think the Dallas Cowboys are shit. They they fooled me. I'll be honest. They fooled me. I had them this week. I <laughs> lost that bet. That was my one bet I lost this week. <laughs> They're a terrible team. They're, and I, they're going to play great next week with I told a terrible you, team. Dak Prescott, bro, he had a decent game, but he still didn't do enough to win the game. But they're, I think, un, they're undefeated against – well, maybe not undefeated, but I know they're winless against teams with like a 500 record or better. Seriously? Yeah, I saw the graphic on Thanksgiving. Let's just go through it, Ty. Uh, they beat the Cowboys. They, beat the, they are the Cowboys. <laughs> they beat the Giants, the Redskins, the Dolphins, three shit teams. Yep. Lost to the Saints. Lost to the Packers. Okay. <laughs> lost to the Jets. That's a Ooh. shit team. 
They beat the Eagles, who have a losing record. They beat the Giants, who have a losing record. Then they lost the Vikings, beat the Lions, lost to the Patriots, lost to the Bills. So, yeah, every winning team they've played, they've lost to. I just realized the Eagles have a losing record. They're fucking terrible, too. Yeah, we'll get into that when we get to that game. But the Eagles, I got a lot to say about the Eagles. Not a lot, but a decent amount. A moderate amount to say about the Eagles. I can't wait to hear that moderate amount, Jay. We're going to go third Thanksgiving game, Thanksgiving night. Everyone's sitting there. Their belly's full, Jason. They just want to watch some good football. And the Saints came to play. The Saints came all marching in. Saints put on a show. And uh, while, while we're here, while we're just making this pit stop, Jay, at the Saints game, mm-hmm. my, we'll watch out for that player, Jason. We'll watch out for that guy. We'll watch out for that guy, guy. Let's say it at the same time. Three, two, one. Taysom Cameron Hill. Jordan. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> really thought it was going to be Taysom Hill. <laughs> I mean, he did good. He had a couple touchdowns, I think. Yeah, he had a... He had two touchdowns. And a blocked he that, punt. Well, he did have that fucking wild. Uh, he had a blocked punt, a receiving touchdown. Just like a 30-yard run. And a running touchdown. He did great. But, Jason, let me tell you about my man Cam Jordan. Big big day, Cam? My man Cam Jordan had four sacks in the game. The old golden sombrero. <laughs> Leads the league in sacks. Damn, you guys beat up Matt Ryan. <laughs> I think it was nine sacks. One, two, four, eight, nine. Yeah. Nine sacks on Matt Ryan. Cam Jordan had four of them. Leads the NFL in sacks right now. Does he really? <laughs> yeah. Would you look at that? And my preseason uh, defensive player of the year pick, he's shining. He's shining. He Aaron Donald. The league in sacks. Aaron Donald oh, doesn't have as Aaron many Donald sacks. isn't winning. Isn't it in winning? Isn't it? Aaron Donald's not winning. Give me someone else, Jay. Give me another good uh, pass rusher. Cameron Jordan's second. He was tied for first then. Shaquille Barrett on Tampa Bay has 14 and a half now. Shaquille Barrett. He's the defensive player of the year. <laughs> oh, then he um, was he was first as of Thursday. Well, yeah, but Shaquille Barrett probably got a sack or got two sacks or whatever but in his game. In his defense, Shaq Barrett had the fucking record setting beginning of the year. He's falling off the face of the earth. Oh, that's right, it's Shaq Barrett. I don't know why I'm calling him Shaquille. Um Either way, Cam Jordan, fucking monster. Four sacks on Matt. Is there Ryan. anyone with a lot of interceptions? That poor little Falcon Birdie quarterback. Oh, I know who. Got his wings clipped. I, Devin McCourty, I know, is like insane. Oh, yeah, it's probably going to be statistics. one of the Patriots guys. But. Minka Fitzpatrick, too. Marcus Peters with five interceptions, three touchdowns. Marcus Peters has three six picks. God three damn. six. Three pick, pick six. sixes. Um, to set the table about the Saints game, though, our, my cousin Brandon had a two-team money line parlay. I wanted to pick both underdogs just because the odds were better. Pick the Bills. They won. And then pick the Falcons. So I was hardcore rooting for the Falcons, Ty. I wanted to see. It was a. $50 bet to win 550 and they almost backdoor covered your ass. They almost got it. <laughs> they had back-to-back onside recovers. Which Did you is, know that? We need to clean that up. That's There's been like five onside recovers all year, and they had back-to-back onside recovers. That's we insane. We need to clean that up, but is that not the most Saints thing ever? We're terrible in garbage time. Yeah. We're That's the right. worst garbage time <laughs> team in football. That's not a bad problem to have, Tyler. <laughs> it's it's a scary problem to have because I know how the Saints are and I know how they like to break our heart. Because garbage time can turn into game on the line real quick. I will say, Drew Brees did not look that great in this game. I mean, he got the job done. Are you worried at all about Drew Brees? Man to man, he's aging a little bit. And I don't <laughs> like that. As a Saints fan, he's the greatest quarterback of all time and I'm not worried one bit. I mean, this game next week for the Saints, most important game of the year. It is. It's for the one Hosting seed. Hosting the Niners. Home division. You win. Home field advantage. If you win, it's going to be very hard to lose the uh, first seed because you would have the tiebreaker over both the Niners and the Seahawks. 
and you'd have the same record as the Seahawks, and then assuming the Seahawks win next week and they finish it off tonight and then one better than the Niners. So it would take a lot of uh, messing up for you guys not to get the one seed if you win this game. But if you lose it, you're probably not going to be the one seed. Now, I don't want to take credit for this. I don't know who said it. It may have actually been you. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Drew Brees is the weak part of this team. I don't know if I said it. That scares me. I don't know who it was. I saw it somewhere. And they're like, the only thing I doubt, like, the only worry I have about this team is Drew Brees. That's insane to think about. And I, I got to agree with it. I think Mike Thomas is going to do Mike Thomas things no matter who's I mean, thrown to him. Alvin Kamara is going to be a beast. Our defense has been good enough. What it's going to come down to is can Drew Brees win us the game? To be fair, though, Drew Brees doesn't really have much going for him besides. I mean, Jared Cook, they're trying to get him involved more. And he did miss, like, a big throw to Jared Cook. Um in one of the drives, he like just overthrew him. He was wide open. But like, besides Mike Thomas, that receiving corpse is not that good. My Xbox just turned on. I heard that. You know? I mean, Alvin Kamara is just as much of a receiving back as he is a running yeah, back. Yeah, but when you could focus in on Michael Thomas and then, you know, it's just. It's tough. But he's been able to do it his entire he does career. Seem so a we step just ex- slower. He just, we just expect that from him. And he is. He's getting slower. He's getting older, which uh, we'll get to later as far as aging quarterbacks. <laughs> but um, he worries me. We'll just talk about it uh, right away. The Chargers Broncos. Oh, I love jumping to it, Jason. Um, not going in chronological order. <laughs> the Chargers, man. I the season was over. Like I, I this winning or losing didn't mean anything. In fact, losing probably helps the Chargers more than winning, and that's just the spin zone I'm going to have. Um, but man, do they just find new ways to lose every single week? And it's really just heartbreaking. You are not the worst team in the NFL. You are the best losers in the NFL. When it comes down to the wire, there's not a single team better who finds a way to lose than the Chargers. <laughs> You're not the worst team. When the game's on the line, you are the best losers in the NFL. Dude, it's so to set the table, you know, the Chargers, the Broncos kick, go-ahead field goal. Chargers get the ball back, trailing by a score late in the fourth quarter. It's the same fucking story we've seen a million times. Um, but then they actually uh, got a field goal. We had a, it was like fourth and ten. Philip Rivers just did his Philip Rivers thing that he does nowadays when he just doesn't want to try and he just throws it up to Mike Williams. Mike Williams makes a miraculous catch. We drive downfield, kick the field goal, tie the game. I thought we were going to miss a field goal, make the field goal. That was a surprise to me. Eight seconds left, and I was like, oh my god, this game's actually heading to overtime. Like, I we did it. Like we actually like we even if we lost, it was like okay, oh my god, we actually like got the fourth fourth quarter drive. And then they just throw it up, and Casey Hayward commits the most obvious pass interference I've ever seen in my life. Which was real unfortunate to you, because he just lost the ball and took out the fucking wide receiver. And they get in field goal position, and they kick the game-winning field goal off of a pass interference call. And the it's Chargers, just, man. It, it's, it's brutal, man. It's, it's really it's brutal. It is. And I'm sorry, Jay. I'm sorry your team is so bad. Have you seen how they lost, Ty? Yeah, no, I saw it. Every single week, it's bad. No, it's all season. Oh, no. I, you, I think every single one of your losses has been a one-possession game. Seven points or fewer. Week two, down 13-10 against the Detroit Lions. Already fumbled. Already had two touchdowns taken back because of penalties earlier in the game and then fumbled in those same drives. Down 13-10. We're in field goal range. Phillip Rivers throws it up to a double-covered Keenan Allen in the end zone. Interception. Mm, Interception doesn't happen. That. It's at least a tie game. Go into OT. Who knows what happens? Houston Texans. We were winning 17-7 at halftime. Phillip had a big fumble that allowed Houston to get the, the lead, whatever. We were down seven, driving in Houston territory, turnover on down, send the game. Mm. First Denver game, it was, I know Phillip got pressured. We got out to a late, like an early deficit, 
and then I think we again had the final drive. Oh no. So no, we didn't. We kicked a field goal. It was 2010. That game was over. So, but that was a game I remember we messed up just time and time again. That was the one game where we didn't have like a game-winning drive attempt. Pittsburgh went out to an early deficit. Philip was getting pressured again, had like an interception, a fumble, whatever happened. I think we were down like 24-0. Brought it all the way back to 24-17, had a chance. It was a small chance, but had a chance to tie it late in the game. Philip just heaves it, throws an interception. Tennessee Titans at the 1-yard line after getting close to the goal line twice, both plays being reviewed. Melvin Gordon fumbles. Lose that game by three. Very unfortunate. Lose that game by three. Then we beat the Chicago Bears on a missed field goal. So I always say that Bears and the Titans game kind of evens out. We destroy Green Bay. I mean, and then uh, <laughs> against Oakland, Oakland scores the go-ahead touchdown late in the game. We get the ball. I'm pretty sure Phillip throws an interception, does whatever. I don't remember what happened. Kansas City, we all know he throws four interceptions, gets the ball late. I think they were in Chiefs territory. Or Only had three at interceptions close. at that point. And throws another interception and Denver Broncos pass interference call. Uh, how many interceptions did Rivers have? Yesterday? Yeah. I know he had one on like the third play of the game and I was like, what the hell, man? I didn't, I wasn't <laughs> watching, but I know he threw it to an offensive lineman. It was like a screen that the lineman just jumped. I don't know. I don't really pin this one on him too much. That's fine. But it's time for him to move on anyways. But now I'm looking at the standings and where all these teams sit (laughs) as far as draft yeah you look at redskins giants in the nfc east they both have young quarterbacks i doubt they'll be drafting a quarterback who redskins and who giants no yeah they probably won't draft a quarterback cardinals sitting at three and eight redskins maybe just because i know dwayne haskins is getting bust talk already but maybe we'll see i doubt it cardinals sitting at three and eight they're not drafting a quarterback lions will be chasing a quarterback Mm mm-hmm Falcons, they're not drafting a quarterback. Bengals will. Bengals will be getting a quarterback. Dolphins will be going after a quarterback. Yeah. Maybe the Jaguars, which we'll get to. I don't know. Garner Minshew is pretty electric. Again, we'll get to that. Jason, you guys have a chance to draft a nice little quarterback. You know who I would love? Joe Burrow, because I've been hyping him up. He's probably going to be number one overall. Tua. I outlined it last week, I think, on Tua's the Tua's injured. He's going to fall. Exactly. But I don't even think you need to worry about a quarterback falling. I don't think there's that many teams. Well, in right front now of you. we have like the ninth overall pick, I think. But that's what I'm saying. A lot of those teams that have worse records than you aren't going to be going after a quarterback. Well, yeah. So if two of but if two of falls to ninth, he might still be the second or third quarterback taken, which I would still take him at that spot. Absolutely. Take Tua. I, I said it last week. Take Tua. Go get Cam Newton for a year. Go get Teddy B for even though Teddy B's not going to sign a one year deal. Just go get someone for a year. Have Tyrod play for a year. Who cares? Let Tua fully recover, learn the offense, bring him in starting quarterback 2021. Chargers are also 4-8, and eight and they have a positive point differential. Can you believe that? <laughs> it's only plus three, but still. <laughs> I fucking love the Chargers. You you are, you're the best losing team in all of football. Well, there was that one video that SB Nation put out, the greatest team all time to didn't even make the playoffs. Oh, yeah, I'm watched sure that. I talked about that. I, I deep dove into YouTube the one day and watched that video, and it was hilarious. First in points scored. First in it was points like first allowed. In, yeah, points You had scored, the best allowed. offense and the best defense and didn't make the playoffs. <laughs> That's absurd. And they broke it down. If you were like top five in either category, you made the playoffs like, like 99% of the, of the time. Yeah. Yeah, man. It We're the lovable losers. You know, everyone, we're, I was thinking about it. We're just like a, the Cleveland Browns. The Cleveland Browns get the credit for being like the bad team that always finds ways to lose. Like, that's the Chargers. The Chargers have just always been. Like a more talented Cleveland Browns. 
I'm going to be honest. There's going to start being paper bags over faces at Chargers games. All if, 15 of the fans? If any of the fans show up. Shit, I might go to a game. It might be cheap. Vikings game next week. Go see my boy Kirk Cousins. <laughs> um, All right, Jay. We talked games. enough about the sad, sad Chargers. Wow. Dude, it was 27-17. Oh, 34-24. So the Vikings, so they're only down 10 again. Seahawks got the ball. It'll be Fourth right. down. Damn, a lot's happening in the last like minute. Did they have like a kickoff return touchdown? They had to have. Oh, it is now 24-0 according to Google. Yeah, ignore that. <laughs> We're going to jump probably the uh, best matchup of the week, 49ers-Ravens. And uh, I lost that bet. You did lose that bet, Jay. Head-to-head with me. Second week in a row I've chosen the chosen the 49ers against you. Second week in a row, 49ers have covered. They didn't win. They covered. What was the line? Four and a half or four? Four and a half, lost by three. Damn. It's a good game, though. 49ers. Maybe the book's out on how to beat Lamar Jackson. Held him to 20 points. Yeah. I mean, they still ran for like 180 yards. But, yeah, they did. the defense did a good job of stopping Lamar Jackson, which does that worry you ahead of the matchup against the New Orleans Saints. No, He's going to score a fuck ton of points against. I mean, it's going to be. No, I'm saying the Niners defense is that scare you leading into the matchup with the Saints. Oh, the Niners. Um, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're a good team. Don't, I mean, it's coin toss. They're both, I mean. The Saints are good. Niners are good. I think Garoppolo showed he has some flaws. Oh, yeah. And he if you throws... get pressure to him, he is not a great quarterback. Yeah, he's just inexperienced, but, yeah, he'll throw picks. However, they rushed for, like, 170 yards. Yeah, that's the thing. He's got to stop the run. Oh, sorry for yawning, listeners. I noticed on Google that you skipped over um, the Tennessee Titans beating the Indianapolis Colts 31-17. to Well, you're just jumping around games here, Jay. Just saying. You jump straight to the Chargers game, which is like all the way at the bottom of the list. Ryan Tannehill, my friend. We'll watch out for that guy by Jason Reed. Last week. And he's been playing good, bro. I think it was the week before, even. 17 for 22, 182 yards, two touchdowns. Whatever. That's not a great game. But he did his job. Fed Derrick Henry. He made the passes when he needed to make them. I know he had like a really good deep ball. And it's just, it's just good to see Ryan Tannehill make that leap. And it's good to see him make the playoffs so he can just lose and make me money. Right now, Jason, same contract. Ryan Tannehill, David Blow. Oh, Ryan Tannehill. <laughs> I don't. Well, I think he's a free agent after this year, and he'll probably get paid too much. But that's what's going to happen. The Titans are going to pay him like Kirk, like they paid Kirk Cousins. The Vikings did. I don't know about that. Kirk Cousins was at least decent with the Redskins before he got paid. You can't give Tannehill a contract off of a couple of good games. We'll see, man. Teams are desperate for quarterbacks. You know who's going to go to the Chargers? Marcus fucking Mariota. That would be unfortunate. We're going to get Mariota for a year because he's Hawaiian. At least I think. I might have made that up. He is. So he can mentor Tua, the two Hawaiian bros. There you go. That's <laughs> best case scenario. And you just hope you like win maybe two games next year, get like a running back or an elite wide receiver or something and go along with it. Our core is decent. We just need a culture change. Uh, Bengals are no longer winless. Holy shit. Not only, are they, not only are they not winless, fucked up the Jets. 22 to 6. Andy Dalton became the all-time leading touchdown thrower in Cincinnati Bengals history. I feel like he's been the Cincinnati Bengals quarterback my entire life. He pretty much has, dude. Like, I think he's been the quarterback since 2012. And he's just mediocre. He's never good. He's just a mediocre quarterback who gets the job done-ish. I think he had a good, like, two-year run when they were good. Because they made the playoffs in, like, 2013, I think, 2014. But still, he's never been, like, a dominant quarterback. Like, he's good. Or yeah. okay, and he just knows how to keep a job. Yeah, 
But not this year. He's going to leave too. Probably. It's going to be a big quarterback shakeup next year. Browns, Steelers, the Browns playoff hopes, I think, are officially dead. Yeah. I mean, looking at it, they theoretically could win out, go 9-7, and 9-7 probably wins the the second wild card spot, but I think they had to win this game, especially with the Steelers being 7-5. Baker slamming his hand on a face mask. I saw that. Um, I don't know how serious it was. I stopped watching after that, I'll be honest. (laughs) Is Duck Hodges is pretty decent. He's undefeated as a starting quarterback. There's been so many new quarterbacks, it's great. It is. You're saying mix-up next year. There's a mix-up this year. Dude, I'm just looking at the people from the Steelers game, like on offense. Obviously, Duck Hodges, I know. Benny Snell. I think I might have mentioned him last week because I was like, have you ever even heard this guy? But still, Jalen Samuels, I only knew through fantasy. Don't know what he looks like. Never heard of Deontay Johnson. Never heard of Kareth White Jr. Heard of James Washington. Never heard of Tevin Jones. Jalen Samuels. Vance McDonald. I already said Jalen Samuels. I've heard of Vance McDonald's. Where's that Juju? Is he injured? Injured? Yeah, I think he was hurt for this game. So, um, I can't believe the Steelers are seven and five. I I don't. Get I it. think they're fa- I think they're pretenders every week, and every week they prove me wrong. I don't get it. I I don't get it either. Eagles, Dolphins. The Dolphins handed the Eagles a uh, their seventh loss. Very the year? cheeky loss too. Did you see that trick play by the Dolphins? Speaking of, we'll watch out for that guy, Ty. Let's hear it. Matt Hack, the punter of the Miami Dolphins. <laughs> Is that the guy who threw the pass or caught the pass? Threw the pass. Because the punter threw to a kicker for a touchdown. Most beautiful trick play touchdown. It was that Colts trick play from a few years ago. That's It wasn't the same play, but that's what they dream of. They had one dude at center, yep, guy under shotgun, and then everyone out wide. Dude, I rewatched that play like 20 times to see how it happened. It was so genius. They hiked it. The guys on the line like kind of rushed him, and then he ran to the left, so everyone that was covering... The people on the left just ran at him. You're like, the punter has the ball. I want to tackle him. And then, yeah, they just left that one guy open. They just flipped it to him. It was beautiful, dude. Beautiful play design. And Matt Hack, you know, made him the well watch out for that guy. That's respectable. Watch out for more touchdown passes out of him. I mean, the Dolphins have nothing left to lose. Why not get a little freaky with it? I think it's funny. This is why I made him my well watch out for that guy, because I want to take talk about the Eagles. Because I think the team the Eagles played last week, I don't remember who it was. I think they also ran a trick play against them. And because of the Philly special in the Super Bowl, <laughs> every team is just looking to run trick plays against the Philadelphia Eagles. I love it. They're just, just trying to one-up them. Because how bold and brash Doug Peterson is. But Eagles, I mean, they're what, 5-7, and seven, right? Eagles are terrible. Last year, they weren't even that good e- either. I don't. Did they make the playoffs last year? They might have. They did, that's right, because they beat the Bears on the double doink. <laughs> but then they lost the second round, I think, to you guys? Is that right? I honestly don't remember. Who the fuck did we play? I'm looking up the 2018 Eagles, and it's bringing me the Eagles from the year before. Oh, we might have beat them. But, so they made the playoffs last year, but they still made the playoffs at 9-7. and seven. Okay, this is being stupid. I'm trying to look it up, and it's, it's not letting me. Let's see. I got this. I got this, Ty. This is bad radio. 2018 Eagles. Yeah, so they made the playoffs. They beat the Bears on the double doink, and then they lost to... Ooh, it still doesn't say... The New Orleans Saints, 14-20 to 20 in the divisional round. I don't remember a second of that game. <laughs> be dead honest. I don't remember any of it. Uh, it was on January 13th. Were you busy that day? Uh, probably. But uh, Eagles, it's... Oh, I know why I don't remember it, because I was busy watching the Patriots shit pump the Chargers. <laughs> that was the day they beat you 41-28 to 28 to eliminate you from the playoffs. Anyways, um... <laughs> 
So the Eagles, because they kind of sucked before their Super Bowl year. Yep. And then they had their really good year, 13-3. and three. Nick Foles, you know, comes out of nowhere, leads the Eagles. My foot's stuck. Leads the Eagles to the Super Bowl with Carson Wentz out, defies the odds. Then they're okay last year, losing the playoffs. They shouldn't have even won the first round. They suck this year. They're kind of like the weirdest Super Bowl champions, I think, in the NFL history. It was such a blip. It just usually, like, the NFL contending window isn't big. It's small to begin with. But usually you're at least, like, good for the year before. Yeah, you're on the rise the year before. You're dominant the year of. And then you still kind of stick around, which they did kind of stick around. But they kind of just, like, came out of nowhere. And I remember after they won the Super Bowl, it was like, oh, the Eagles, that defensive line is deep, this and that. And, like, yeah, they've battled injuries both years. But it's just, they've just fallen off a cliff so fast. Carson Wentz falling off a cliff so fast. He's still a good quarterback. He is, and he has. They have been dealing with like fourth string receivers, but he hasn't had a great cast around him. And I think if you still look at the stats, he's still been very good for a quarterback his age. And as far as like his efficiency and everything, but just the team in general, dude. What the fuck? Yeah, I still don't forgive them for fucking up my parlay when we were in Vegas. What happened again? I I know they weren't the only team that lost in the parlay, <laughs> but they were one of them. <laughs> Oh man, I, nothing's worse than the Niners uh, Steelers part of that parlay, which we don't have to talk about. <laughs> we got a Redskins Panthers. Redskins beat the Panthers. Jason, I almost bet that was almost one of my three games last week too. I was like Redskins plus ten. I was like, I feel like that's cheeky. I feel like the Panthers aren't going to beat them by more than ten, but I didn't. They didn't beat. Them I by didn't more think than 10. the Redskins were going to win this game at all. They but. lost by eight. I didn't either. I don't think anyone can expect. the Did Redskins you watch to win. this game though? Nope. Panthers got the onside kick, drove down to like the three yard line, and then threw an interception, I believe. Ooh. So they were right there knocking on the door to tie the game. They would have had to get the two point, of course, but they like got the miracle onside. Looked like the Redskins were just giving them the W because, you know, they're trying to tank, whatever. And then, yeah, throw a pick, fumble. I don't remember exactly what it was, but. That's unfortunate. Yeah. That's a Chargers loss. That's a big time Chargers loss. I was like, I was watching that game. I was laughing. I was like, man, I know that feeling all too well, Carolina. (laughs) Uh, Packers Giants. Yeah, was Aaron Rodgers doing? That Aaron was Rogers my things. one bet that hit, and I texted you how I was kind of worried about it because it started snowing and I didn't know what was going to happen. Once the snow enters the equation, anything can happen. Is Aaron Rodgers still good? He threw four touchdowns. He's pretty good. Is he still MVP conversation good? I don't think so. They fumbled at the uh, three yard line. Ooh, that's never good. But Kyle Allen got sacked for minus twenty three yards and fumbled. That's never good. <laughs> Minus 23 yards. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Maybe that's just where the fumble was recovered. I don't know. But, yeah, Aaron Rodgers is pretty good. They're pretty good. The Packers, are. do they scare you? Nope. So, what do you, so if, you're look, if you're the one seed, you would play the lowest seeded team that wins in the division weekend. Three plays six and four plays five. So, as it is right now, the Seahawks would play the Vikings, which is what we're seeing tonight. So, And then the four seed would be the Packers would play the Cowboys because the Cowboys would be higher seeded than the than the Seahawks. The Cowboys oh, no. are division winners. Oh, no, Seahawks wouldn't be a three seed. Seahawks would be a five seed because yeah, they're a wild, a wild card. card. Seahawks slash Niners would be a five seed. Dude, that's kind of scary. You guys might get fucked and have to play the Seahawks or the 49ers in the divisional round. I mean, probably. 
Because you think about it, one of them has to be the five seed. And then if the, the four seeds, the fucking garbage Cowboys. Oh, yeah. Eagles. So the Cowboys would have. So the, well, no, that's that's an. So the four seed would play the six seed, which oh, right so now would be the Vikings. Chances are we'll get the six seed because someone if, will probably yeah. beat the NFC East division winner. Yeah. So if the Cowboys win, you'd get fucked and you'd have to play the Seahawks and the or the 49ers. No, I'm not worried about that. Which, you know, would be the fucking Vikings, bro. Minnesota Miracle Part 2. No, if we You're play, kidding. I'm telling you right now, if we play the Vikings in the playoffs, we're going to shit pump them. The, the Carolina Reaper team versus your team. They have Kirk Cousins as quarterback now. Dude, if that happens, we need to watch that game together. You can come over and, uh, humble brag, I have two TVs in my <laughs> living room now. We can watch. Yeah, we can watch the Chargers games. play too. Yeah, it'd oh. be great. Oh, no, wait. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we'll just put on reruns last year. The Ravens game was good, man. I'll rewatch that one all the time. <laughs> um, Buccaneers, Jaguars. Another L for Jason. And if you remember last week, I said, I'm betting the Jaguars minus one because I love Tampa Bay plus one so much that I know Vegas is trying to tra- trap me into picking them, so I'm going to pick the other team. That's true. Um, the Buccaneers are a cheeky, sneaky team. And to go along with that, Jason, my ED player of the week, very fitting. I think he's won this award before. I think he was the inaugural ED player of the week. He may have in been. In the playoffs when he lost to you guys. Big, I remember you. That may have that may have been when it happened. <laughs> Big Dick Nick. Yeah. Seven for fourteen. Ninety three yards. Had an interception and two fumbles on his first three possessions. Yeah. He is benched for the rest of the season and it's Minshew Mania time in Jacksonville. I feel so good about this because I've been telling everyone how Nick Foles is so overrated. He, My dad thinks Nick Foles is amazing. I'm like, Dad, Nick Foles sucks. He had one good he had like four good games. Did you listen to the newest part of my take? Uh, like 20 minutes of it. They went into Nick Foles and his career, and it's astounding how bad he is. Dude, he's Case Keenum that had one good playoff series. He had one good playoff series and one good year, and other than that, he has like as many touchdowns as he does interceptions. Yes, he's not good. I've been saying that. And he's making bank right now. I wish I could like search podcasts by by words because I know we've talked about Nick Foles before, and I don't remember what side of history you fell on, but I know what side of history I fell on the right side. I don't think he's good. I've never said he's an elite fucking quarterback. I think he's cheeky and he's got a chance to be good. He's Ryan fucking Fitzpatrick. That's what he is. Uh, oh, Nick Foles is Ryan Fitzpatrick. That's tough. I don't, I don't think Ryan Fitzpatrick has a Super Bowl in him. <laughs> <laughs> um, but either way, big dig Nick. What are you doing, man? He's sucking. He's getting paid to not play because it's guaranteed money. Gardner Minshew almost got them back in this game. Were you watching this? No. It was 25 like zero or something and then they kicked a field goal whatever then he got it to 25 11 and then they were within the 10 yard line again to make it 25 18 they would have been down by seven i was watching i was like oh shit they might and there were still like seven minutes left i'm like dude this might be the greatest comeback of all time gardner Minshew, and then he threw an interception and it was game over (laughs) but (laughs) i don't i don't know if gardner Minshew's the guy but he's fucking fun to watch he was the first we'll watch out for that guy this year i think first ever we'll watch out for that guy guy this is a big time gay, Jay. Gay. <laughs> this is a big time game, Jason. Speaking of gay, Matt Gay on the Buccaneers. Oh, he was a ED player of the week once. Two for two. That's not bad. He had he responded. Uh, then we had the Rams just shit pumping the Cardinals, which is the perfect Rams thing to do: shit pump a bad team, make their fans believe, and then they'll go play a good defense in prime time, and Jared Goff will forget how to throw the football. I don't think we need to say anything more than that. I think we've we've fucking. What is it? Beating a dead horse with the Rams? They're they're a better they're a better Bears. They could make the playoffs if the Vikings fall apart. Vikings, second and goal at the two yard line. Oh. Down by ten. 
Um, they're just a better rant. They're better bears. That's what they are. A better coached bears. That's my assessment of them. I think slightly better quarterback, better yeah. coach. Yep. But Not they as might defense. as well play in Chicago. Just better, better weather too. We'll give them that. Raiders Chiefs. Uh, the Chiefs shit pumped the Raiders and gave probably one of the worst bad beats I've ever heard of. Did you hear about this bad beat, Ty? Well, great beat, depending on which side you were on. The over-under for this game was 48.5. Raiders, it's 40-6. to six. They scored the touchdown. They're going to kick the extra point, so it would have made it four, It would have made 37-10 because it was 37-9. They were going to kick the extra point. 37-10, there was like, whatever, 30 seconds, a minute left, whatever. Would have been 47. You would have been right, right under the over-under. It would have been 38-10. Or 38, yeah. Yeah. And then uh, the extra point is blocked, and the Chiefs take it back to the house, get two points instead of one, and the over hits by half a point. Fucking awesome. That's, dude, that's something that would happen to me, man. That is either heartbreaking or the most electric feeling ever. Remember how excited I got the Texans Saints over hit at your house week one? I don't. And I didn't even win the second game. Remember we came over to record oh, the podcast? Oh, I do. That was that absurd fucking game. Can you imagine if you had like a three-leg parlay and this was the last leg, how you would respond to that happening? It'd be fucking awesome. We're just, me and you watching it, we're doing our same old, same old, like, okay, if this happens and this happens, this happens, it can hit, like we do every time, and then it actually happens. We'd go fucking berserk, dude. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> I want to be, <laughs> be awesome. I just need to start bet gambling more. <laughs> I've missed it, dude. I've had a niche. Every week, I'm like trying to see if anyone I know is in Vegas so I can have them put a parlay for me. Did we hit through all your betting games? Yeah, I lost the Jaguars. I won the Packers, and I lost the Ravens. I won New Orleans, won San Francisco, lost Dallas. That puts you at 11 and 13 on the year, Jason. Correct. So I'm going to go 3 0 next week and be above 500. And speaking of needing to put money on these fucking games, I'm at 17 and 7 on the year. Well, you just need to put money on your two favorites. Because you've been going 2 and 1 a lot the last three weeks. I've had one 3 0. You did. That's about it. No parlays. I just need to bet each game straight up. Yeah. Go into the super contest, bro. 17 and 7, Jason. That's good. I am fucking electric. Let's check the super contest leaderboard again. <laughs> I am electric. Divide a 17 by 24, Ty. See what your uh, winning percentage is. So, and again, the super contest picks five games a week. So you kind of have to stretch it past games you don't like. But sometimes I take games you like. So, um, shit. I don't know how to look at the super contest leader. Right now, Jay, I'm sitting at a 71% winning percentage. Let's see what the leader on the. On the Westgate Superbook Super Contest. What winning percentage? 71. Rounded up. This person has... He is 42-17-1. So that's 42.5 because you have half a point for a win. Divided by 42 plus 17 is 59 plus 1 is 60. 70.8. What was you? So I was legitimately 70.8. I would be tied for first right now. <laughs> Again, granted, you have to pick more games, so more can happen. I'm fucking lights out. <laughs> I don't understand how I'm so good at this. Can you imagine if you were in this and you were like, I'd be sweating. I mean, if it was this late in the year and you were art and you were like at first, you'd be in a position to win money no matter what. Pretty much, yeah. But you'd have to have a terrible like, end of the season. It's a difference between winning like a million or whatever we said it was. A couple than, grand, yeah. That's crazy, Ty. See, the issue- I might sponsor you to go in the Super Contest. If I pay for you to go in the Super <laughs> Contest next year, do I get half the winnings? Absolutely. The issue is, though, Jay, <laughs> is I just sit here and I'm like, like the 49ers game. I 100% didn't think the 49ers had any chance in that. But I'm just like, 
yeah, I want to do this. Fuck it. That's why I'm going to enter you in the super contest. You're not going to know. Don't tell me about it. Yes. <laughs> That's what you need to do because if I know about it, I'm going to be fucking sweating. I'm going to be looking up like advanced <laughs> stats and shit. I'm going to be like, how cold is the fucking weather? How good does fucking Russell Wilson play when the temperature's under 45 degrees? Like, I'm going to be looking at everything. I like just being like, I don't really like this pick, but I'm going to choose it anyways. <laughs> That's the best way to gamble. Yes, it is, Ty. I mean, it shows. 17-7. Shut up, dude. I can't. I keep saying I can't wait till you go 0-3, but you haven't yet. It's just not going to happen. Oh, the Vikings, bro. It's 30-34. to 34. Seahawks have 30-19 right now. Seahawks also have ball. Bet the Vikings but it's are out timeouts. Vikings need a touchdown. I mean, and you know 30-19 is nothing for Russell Wilson. <laughs> you know that man is just going to scramble around, find an open, you know, Receiver down the field is going to be nothing. And then the last game of the week was the Houston Texans defeating the New England Patriots 28-22. Um, that final scoreline was a lot more flattering than the actual game was. I don't know if you caught this game, Ty. Yeah, it was ugly. That, if you've been paying attention, though, Ty, we still haven't talked about my ED player of the week. Uh-oh. What does ED stand for besides erectile dysfunction? Elite disappointment. Something elite. Erectile dysfunction also stands for an old guy who can't perform in the prime. ED, elite disappointment, keyword elite, Tom Brady. Tom Brady. If you look at his stat line, you might be like, wow, Jason, how is he the ED player of the Russell week? Russell Wilson did not convert. <laughs> his completion percentage wasn't good, 24 for 47, but he did have 326 yards, three touchdowns, interception. That's not a bad game, Jason, right? Wrong. 144 of his yards came in what I'm considering garbage time. Garbage. And that was when the Texans were up uh, 28 to 9, and the Patriots got two touchdowns late in the game to make it look close. Garbage time. So, midway through the fourth quarter, before those two garbage time touchdowns, he had 182 yards, one touchdown. Might have been two touchdowns. I don't remember. Either way. But he was missing throws. He was looking all bit of 42 years old, Ty. And I'm just saying, the Patriots, are they done? Probably not. (laughs) That's the narrative. Everyone's going to say the Patriots are done. Even if they lose next week to the Chiefs, everyone's going to really double down on that take, and that's when I'm going to bet on them to win the Super Bowl. Now... Here's the thing, Even though. though I love the Ravens. The Patriots may not be done. Tom Brady could be done. Well, his receiving corp, corpse is trash. It's, but again, we say that. Let me let me look up the stats here for a second. Everyone says the receiving corpse trash. You know why it's trash, Jason? Because Tom Brady's trash? Because Tom Brady <laughs> is throwing to them. Mohamed <laughs> Sanu, who was electric for the Falcons, three catches for 14 yards. How about I you forgot stop? he was yeah. on the Patriots. How about you stop complaining about their receiving corpse? Corpse. God damn it. I can't say that word. Corpse. Corpse. It's like a dead body. Like Tom Brady. Because he's old. <laughs> he's washed up. Why did they get rid of Josh Gordon? Why did they put him on remember. the IR if he wasn't hurt? No, they put him on the IR and then he was like, he commented on their Instagram like, this is news to me. I'm not hurt. And then they just released him. And now he's on the Seahawks making things happen. They put him on the IR when he obviously wasn't hurt. How was that allowed? <laughs> it's the Patriots. They do what they want. But why would they do that? There had he had to have smoked pot or yeah, taken Bill Belichick's pot brownies or his CBD gummies that he uses <laughs> to calm down. He's been chilling with Gronk a little too much up there in New England. I don't know, man. I mean, the Antonio Brown thing that was at least understandable. Everything that was going on around him, but man, I don't know. I'm just saying, you got James White, Sony Michelle, who are great running backs individually. Julian Edelman, Benjamin been Watson, him a who he's a veteran. But he did fine with the Saints. <laughs> and Muhammad Sanu. Don't sit here and tell me Tom Brady has no one to throw to. He has no one to throw to. Don't sit there and tell me he has no one to throw to when the Saints literally only have Mike Thomas. 
And Teddy B can get it done. Uh, you were just saying how Alvin Kamara is a pass catching back. I'm trying to fit a narrative here. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> um, do you want to get into our bets for next week? Let's get into it, Jason. I'll let you go first since you're obviously superior. Uh, I appreciate that, Jay. I appreciate that. Let me just pull these up here. I looked at my picks again, and I hate every single one of them, so I'm trying to find new ones now. I, I don't like any of mine, but there's one. There's one I love. There's one game I like, and that's Seattle minus two and a half. Ah. Uh, Stay away from me. Rams. Seattle minus two and a half against the Rams. Rams is road dogs. I'm just too scared to bet that. The Rams are at home. I'm too scared to bet either way on that game. And we just said the Rams are terrible. They're coming off a bad team that they beat, you know, beat up on. The Seahawks are right in the thick of it for the playoffs. And I think the Seahawks are going to come and play a perfect game. <laughs> What's a perfect game to you? Another win by like 10. Which is fine because they only need a win by two and a half. All right, my first game, it's another team I picked against last week. Oh, boy. This one I actually believe in. I'm going with – I I would bet the money line on this game just because the odds. Indianapolis plus three on the road against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I know the Buccaneers have been looking frisky. They mm-hmm. shit on the Falcons. They shit on the Jaguars. But let's remember, that's the Falcons and the Jaguars. They lost heavily to the Saints. You know, they, they almost lost to the Cardinals. I just, they're a team, you know, they're boom or bust, and they've had two straight booms, and now they're ready for a bust. Colts are a playoff team. They're looking to stay in the fight. They have something to play for. The Buccaneers are kind of just like, they're there. They're, you know, they're not bad enough to tank, but they're not good enough to make the playoffs. So I think the Colts really rally after losing to their division rivals last week, and they get the job done on the road with the W. That's bold. It is scary because the bunk- the bu- Buccaneers, the Buccaneers have one of the best run defenses in the NFL, and that's kind of what the Colts rely on. But I'm going with Colts plus three. I'm riding the Colts train still. That's bold. You just said the Colts were a playoff team sitting at six and six. They're in the hunt, which they absolutely are. They absolutely are. They're not a playoff team yet. You know what I mean? Playoff caliber in the AFC. Jason, I'm taking Baltimore minus five and a half. I don't love it. I feel like Baltimore just it. came off a slow a slow game. That was one of my picks. I think it was at least. Um, but they're going to turn no, it, it around. Not one of my picks. Buffalo's got a good defense, but they have a terrible offense. You're going to pick against Buffalo two weeks in a row? Yes, yes I am. Because this- here's the thing: Buffalo is not a good team. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I think I'm finally buying into the Buffalo, bro. They have a good defense. I really but do. The thing is, they have a good no no no. Baltimore has a good run defense. Yeah. They have terrible pass defense, good run defense, which is going to shut down the Buffalo offense. Baltimore's at least going to beat them by a touchdown, 10 points. So I looked at the weather, and as of right now, it's just mostly cloudy in Buffalo, New York, so don't have to worry about snow or anything. But my reason for not betting the Ravens in this game would be, I wouldn't bet Buffalo, (laughs) but for not betting the (laughs) Ravens would be just it being a run fest, low scoring, Buffalo. You You're know, telling me the Baltimore is going to be in a low-scoring game. They only scored 20 points this week. Exactly. I'm just saying. Running the ball, the clock drips. The Ravens score 21. Buffalo scores 17. 21-17, final score prediction. <laughs> I I got to disagree with it, but I like the Bills, man. I like the Bills a lot. Are you taking the Bills then, Jay? Fuck no, I'm not. Okay. I just like them in general. I don't like them in this game. They're a weird team. I'm taking the Jacksonville Jaguars plus three against the Los Angeles Chargers. That was going to be my third pick. That's why I picked it second. Um, maybe by betting against the Chargers, they'll win. Um, they're going east, going to Jacksonville. They're playing at 105 p.m. 
which is actually good for them. So that's four o'clock Jacksonville time. So they actually won't be too like playing. What is that? Jet lagged. Yep. Um, but the Chargers, you know the story. They lose every game close. Yes, they do. When they win, they win pretty big. So if they win this game, then plus three is not even going to matter. Um, but I'm just sick and tired of this team, so I'm betting against them. Here's the other thing, too. Minshew Mania is back, uh, back in the saddle. That scares me, though. And that's why it should scare you, because Minshew Mania is going to go the fuck off and destroy the Chargers. Oh, I, I mean, it scares me that fan. he's going to suck. No. With Derwin James back and everything? No. I'm just betting the Jaguars. You know what? I'm sick and tired of the Chargers, and if I bet against them, maybe they'll win. So, I was going to choose the Chargers, Jason. My fourth pick? Third pick. My third pick? Well, it was my fourth option. Third pick. I really, 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 really don't like your Indianapolis pick. I'm taking Tampa Bay minus three. We're going head-to-head again, Jason. How does that make you feel? Did you just do that just to go head-to-head? No, I had them on my list. They're actually my number one pick, and then I went to Seattle first because I thought you were going to take Seattle, and then I just couldn't pass up the Baltimore. (laughs) And then I was left with Tampa Bay. I like it. Really? Tampa Bay is frisky. I don't think the Colts are that good of a team. Okay. They're hit or miss, and maybe this is my one loss on the week, but if I'm going head-to-head against you, I feel confident. I think you've won every head-to-head game I have. against me. Is there one I won? Nope. Like three, four Oh, weeks maybe ago? there was. You might have won one. Like four weeks. The first time we went head-to-head, yes. maybe? And then I've been lights out since then. <laughs> oh, my God. I hate this board so much, but I'm going with a team that I, I trusted in before. Oh, no. Our first time actually going head-to-head, I lost because I trusted in this team. <laughs> I trust on him in an actual Vegas parlay, and I'm trusting him again in the exact same matchup. New York Jets, minus 5.5 against the Miami Dolphins. Oh, man. If you can get any team to only be 5.5-point favorites and it's Miami Dolphins, you have to take it. New York Jets, minus 5.5? Yes. Look, <laughs> there's no way the Jets are losing to the Dolphins twice in one year. They just lost to a Exactly, which team. means they're going to come back and they're going to come firing. Sam Darnold's going to have – he's going to be on a mission, and – the Jets are going to win this game by six points. I don't remember who I took the Jets against a little while ago, but I know I picked the Jets. And the like Raiders a, and the Jets shit pumped them. That was it. So the Jets have that capability in them. They're a weird team. They're not a good team. They're, they're the Falcons. <laughs> I guess, man. I like, don't know. Betting-wise. They're the, yeah. They're the betting-wise Falcons. I hate this board. It was not a good week. The um, one I love is uh, Monday night, New uh, the Giants plus eight and a half at philadelphia i'm gonna be in vegas monday might have to slip some money on that here's the thing jay i might not be in vegas on time to bet it though here's the thing though you say you love this game and then you're asking me which side of it should i bet so what do you love about it i'm asking you what side you would what i'm not i'm asking you for advice i'm asking you what you personally think i it was a stay away for me because i don't know the eagles are bad the giants are bad the eagles shouldn't be favored by that by that much but the thing is if the eagles win they're gonna win by that much yeah so I don't know. Maybe. I really don't know. Another game that's interesting that I didn't see. Pittsburgh minus three favorites against Cardinals. I saw that. I don't know. Backup quarterback. I don't know. Cardinals or whatever. Cardinals are a frisky team, though, that could go off with Kyler Murray. They could. I don't know. I I'm, have. I'm feeling 0-3 this week. <laughs> it's possible. I hate this board. Our picks are me, uh, Seattle minus 2.5, Baltimore minus 5.5, Tampa Bay minus 3. You have Indy plus three, Jacksonville plus three, New York Jets minus five and a half, Jason. Yeah, exactly. Jacksonville are home dogs. That's why I bet on them. (laughs) Home dogs always win. (laughs) (laughs) Why do people still bet the Chargers? Um, They have false hope. 
I should just do a money line. What was the spread for the Chargers? Minus three? No. Yeah. If you get the Chargers minus eight or plus, I'm just saying, over one possession, oh. you fucking lock it in every goddamn time. <laughs> I should just bet the Jacksonville Colts money line. I should do that online. Plus 130 and plus, instead of instead of doing the three-team or just do the two money lines, get better odds. Let's go on. Let's go on my bookie right now. See, see what kind of odds that get me. I wouldn't bet against me on Tampa Bay, Jay. <laughs> but <laughs> you do you. You. <laughs> I just want to see what kind of payout it would be because I'd be interested. And because it'd be a two team. Because I said we got to stay away from uh three teams. Three teams are where you lose your money. So if I just do a two teamer, two team money line. I don't know. Oh, here we go. Let's see. Uh... So it's plus one thirty for the Colts. Well, I'm on the actual betting. Okay. Oh, it's not even letting us bet the money line on my bookie right now. Yeah, plus 130. And what? What was the other game? The Jaguars. They're both small underdogs. Jaguars are plus 130. They're both plus 130? Yeah. So if I bet $100, which I would never bet that much because I'm a pussy, two plus 130s, I would win $429. So it's four to one odds. That's not bad. Yeah, I ain't going to fucking do it, though. Are you kidding me? I wouldn't, but that's not bad. You know what I'm going to do, though, Ty? What are you going to do? I'm going to give you my top 10 funniest movies of the decade of 2010. Oh, shit. But first, we got to pause because we are going to record this and put it on our YouTube channel. Let's do it. Jason, is Jackson War, uh, Jackson War, are the Jaguars initials J-A-X or J-A-C? J-A-C. I always thought they were J-A-X. Me too. I'm pretty sure I put that up on a graphic. Okay, I'm going to pause this. Okay, Ty, so your 10 funniest movies from the decade. 2010 to 2019. It's a lot of years. Jason, 10 this, years to be exact. This list started out in the 30s probably. Yeah, mine was uh, 23 movies long. Officially 25. There was movies that I left off of my 25 long list that I liked. Wow. That tells you how hard this was. If you're on this list... I took about seven minutes while I was taking a dump. If you're on this list, it is a prestigious award. You should be honored. Okay. Do you want to go first or should I go first? I'm going to go first because I'm 99% sure you don't have this movie on your list. Starting with number 10, right? Not number one. (laughs) Again, we are not psychopaths. We start at 10, (laughs) we work up to one. Get him to the Greek. Oh, okay. Now, have you seen this movie? Yes, we watched it together. Did we? In the trailer on our San Diego vacation when we were like 12. I've seen it plenty of times. With uh, so I remember Russell Crowe? Russell Brand. Who's Russell Crowe? Is that a person? He's another actor. He's more more official. Oh. Jonah Hill. Kind of a spinoff of uh, Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Yeah. Fucking hilarious. Yeah. I love the movie. I, I don't remember much about it. Didn't even make my 23 list. a lot of drugs. He puts cocaine up Jonah Hill's ass to go through an airport. Okay. And yeah, I don't, don't remember that part. They do drugs. <laughs> they stroke furry walls. It has hilarious songs. What's your favorite line from that movie? I don't know. It's a song. It's a furry <laughs> wall song. All right, Ty. It's a great movie. 100%. You need to go out and watch it if you have not seen it because it is the 10th funniest movie of this decade. All right. So I originally had uh, like four of my movies were uh, combinations of two movies. We don't take that here. So most of them got booted out. There is, I don't want to, I don't want to spoil it, but there is one set of movies that has both of them in it. 
Okay. One one of the original set of movies, not going to tell you whether or not there's two movies on the list from this original and the sequel. Number 10, Deadpool 2. Oh, good choice. Deadpool, just Deadpool 2 was funny. I Here's how I did my list, Ty. Okay. I did my list on which movies made me laugh the hardest when I watched them. That's- and and that was like 70% and then 30% if I watched them again, how funny would they be? But mostly how much did they make me laugh the first time? So I kind of was a little cheeky and figured comic book and all that kind of stuff dominates all of our list. So I left some some funny comic book movies off. I kept them on. I just I just did. That's fine. My Which same, movies made me laugh the most? My same standard here was how much did I laugh? How much do I laugh on rewatching it? Yes. I don't need any plot. No, yeah. I just need comedy. If you gave me a box set of Keen Peel season two <laughs> on a movie disc, it would probably <laughs> hit this list. That's how much I don't need a plot. But yeah, Deadpool two. It was. I remember being hyped for it. Deadpool one, you know, was funny. This one lived up to it. It was funny yet again. The the post credit scenes, Deadpool two, excellent, fantastic. Went back in time and you know changed the whole like, the Wolverine X Men Origins Wolverine Green Lantern Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, it's fantastic. Baby Hitler too. I think he shot. He did. He did kill Baby Hitler. <laughs> um, it was good though. It, it's a good num- movie. Number ten on my list, Ty. Not a bad choice. It's not on my list, but it's not a bad choice. Thank you, Ty. Number nine. Starring Seth Rogen, Zac Efron, Neighbors. Oh, that was that was an honorable mention for me. I'll That's just fine. say my honorable mentions as we go. Honorable mention for me didn't crack the top ten. I have a lot of honorable mentions. I'll, I'll throw mine out there as well when we get there. Neighbors, it's fucking hilarious. You get Zac Efron, Seth Rogen going at it. They make molds of their dicks. <laughs> it's just a funny movie. See, it, yeah, I made my honorable mentions, but I don't. it didn't even come close to making the list. I'm going to be honest to you. If I had to rank all 23, it probably would have ranked 21st. Damn. It was good. It was just didn't make me laugh as much. I'm intrigued to see what else is on your list because it was a tough list and I narrowed it down. I love my top five. It was a lot harder for 10 through 6. I feel like if I made this list tomorrow, it would be slightly different. That's why, I And I know my, we're going to disagree. That's why I took my time with it because I didn't want that to happen, Jay. I want this to be an eternal decade list unless like the greatest comedy of our generation comes out next week. <laughs> Number nine. It too was a uh, sequel pairing that I stripped away. Okay. Only kept the original. I just ruined it. So this one isn't the one that has two of them in it. <laughs> Don't worry. There's two more that has uh, sequels and whatnot. It's going to be uh Ted one. Number oh. nine on my list. Jason. Number six on my list. Okay, so we have some overlap. Ted one, I remember seeing it in the movies. I think I saw it with you. I don't know, but you know, you got Thunder Buddies. Fuck you, Thunder. You can suck my dick. And uh, <laughs> just the creepy guy doing the dancing when he captures Ted. Just every and line from Ted. Ted's working at the the grocery store. That was number one, I believe. He was fucking the girl with like a radish or something. It's just a great movie. He's like put a finger in my like tag or something. Yeah, it's a great movie. Fantastic movie. Every line that Seth MacFarlane delivers in this movie is fucking hilarious. Yes. The teddy bear steals the show. I didn't put Ted 2 as much, or I didn't put it on my list because I didn't like it as much. See, I just combined them, but I wasn't allowed, so it got booted off. So you stuck with the original? Yeah. That's fine. Original number six on my list. All right. Moving on. Fair enough. Number eight, Jason. It has three main characters, possibly six. One of them you can't see. Because that man is John Cena. And the movie is Blockers. <laughs> Number eight on my list. Number eight? Number right. eight on my list. I've watched it. I haven't watched it a bunch of times. It's a good movie. It's a great movie. It's funny. It's very funny. And it's hard to get on this list, Jason. 
We're going to go through the honorable mentions later. It booted a lot of movies off my, my list. <laughs> Blockers number eight. Where is, it on, where is it on your list? How do you Jason? know it's on my list? You're laughing. You love this movie. I do love this movie. We'll get to it I'm later. I'm a John Cena fanboy. Blockers number three on my list. Oh, okay. Number three. Third Top funniest three movie comedy of the decade. Of the decade. Just in terms of how much it made me laugh, dude. I remember laughing so much at this movie. I remember telling everyone, you have to see this movie. Rewatching it with my dad when he watched it for the first time. It's rare for me to rewatch movies. I've said this before, you know, but I was so excited for it to come out on Redbox. And when, you know, when it did, rewatched it with my dad, laughed just as hard as it did the first time. John Cena killed it. Did not see this movie in theaters. I only saw it because you told me to watch it. Yes. And, and it delivered. And for once, I didn't let you down. It delivered. It was a top 10 comedy of the movie of this decade. Easy. Number three. It was it was a more confident pick. I will say that. Thank you. We're getting into my confident picks here. <laughs> so that was your number eight? That was my number eight. My number eight is um another movie that has John Cena in it. Oh. But very shortly, about okay. ten seconds. It's going to be Daddy's Home Numero One. Will Farrell, Marky Mark, the black guy who was pretty funny, don't remember his name. Oh, Hannibal Burris. Hannibal Burris. Good movie. Great movie. I love Daddy's Home. Was not on my top 25. Wow. Didn't even include it? Fell right on off. Did you was did you just forget about it? No. Okay. <laughs> I saw it. It's a it's a decent movie. Uh as we will see here, I'm not a big Will Ferrell guy anymore, I believe. And that hurts to say. It hurts me to hear. <laughs> it really does. He he does appear on the list. We'll get to him. <laughs> But it hurts to say. So you you think Will Ferrell, you know, he's hit his peak? He's on the decline? Easily. Well, no, he has hit his peak. He, but he might have maybe one or two funny movies left in him. I mean, his last one was terrible. I didn't even see it, and I know it was terrible. Holmes and Watson. Oh, yeah. Not good. Number eight, though, Daddy's Home. I thought the dynamic of Mark Wahlberg and uh, Will Ferrell was great. It's We've seen great it before dynamic. in other movies. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> Number seven, Jason. I think we talked about this last week. Maybe the week before. It's animated. Okay. It's very dirty. Okay. And it's Sausage Party sitting at number seven. That's my number six, Ty. Oh, my number six. okay. It was right there. Good movie. It was funny. I haven't rewatched it since we saw it in theaters. I'm going to be honest. I've watched it a couple of times. There's plenty of scenes that make me laugh. I don't think I've laughed as hard as I did at the orgy scene at the end of this movie. Oh, yeah. You were crying. In a movie theater ever. You were crying. I remember I was in that. tears. I couldn't breathe. <laughs> I don't know why I found it funny. Just animal, not animals, just food fucking each other. You know, everyone. There's a wild food orgy. Yeah, you were going, I remember that. And I was in tears. You, I've never seen you laugh that hard in my life, Tyler. I'm a big Seth Rogen guy, and this movie absolutely fucking delivers. Yeah. Number six on my list. Number seven on yours. My number seven, Ty. Another comic book movie. Okay. It's It birthed probably my favorite character of all time. Maybe not my favorite. Top four character mm. of all time in cinema. That's Thor Ragnarok with Korg. <laughs> I fucking love Korg. You know, in this movie, it's not a comedy. It's an action hero movie. Action hero. Superhero movie. Um, and a lot of people, maybe not a lot of people, but I know some traditional comic book fans didn't like this movie so much because it was funny and it wasn't like traditional. They can just piss off because comic <laughs> books are funny. Um, but Korg kills it in his short amount of time. He does. Got a little bit of a cult following, I might, I might add. And <laughs> had the funniest line a Marvel movie's ever had. Funniest I've ever laughed. Most I've ever laughed in a Marvel movie. Like, not even close. <laughs> what line? It was the part where Thor was explaining how Loki 
turned himself into a snake when he was a kid and he got all excited or no something like yeah he turned himself into a snake when he was a kid and thor's like oh he knows i love snakes so i picked up the snake and i and then he sca- he jumped and he scared me and like it was just okay and he stabbed that. me whatever he said it me saying it's not going to be as funny but i remember just crying in a movie theater when he said that it's funny shit i love the piss off ghost yes every time every time i laugh <laughs> Um, it probably would have been on my list, but again, I, I chose to leave them off because I feel like Marvel dominates too many of our lists. That's true. That's very true. And so that's just my choice, but I fucking love it, Jay. It probably would have been on mine. Good. I'd like to hear that. I don't know what number we're at. I'm lost. I would, that was seven for me, but you've had some overlap. So number six is Ted for me. We've already okay. talked about it. And then my number six is taken. So we'll just hop into the top five. Number five. These were my mortal locks. Okay. I'm going to be on. I set it up. I had elite and I had very good. These were my elite. Before you finish, Ty, you told me before we did this list that you only had a certain number of Will Ferrell movies on this list. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to reveal it to the audience. You left one off. I, I I stand by it. You left one off. Just go ahead. What's your number five? Okay, we'll get to it then. And we can discuss. All right. My number five, Jason, we're the Millers. Hey, that made my honorable mentions. Really? A t- of the top five comedy of I the decade? I fucking love this movie. What? I love this movie. I felt ashamed for putting it on my 23 or whatever. I love this movie. It's hilarious. It has Jason Sudeikis doing his thing. Okay. Jennifer Aniston. It's funny. <laughs> it's a stripper. Yeah. It's a great movie. I, I, I'm, I'm not ashamed of it. I don't know you can if be this ashamed one of made being me on absolutely laugh on my top that much. It, did. it was a good movie, but extremely just rewatchable. Of- laughing i didn't feel like i laughed as much extremely rewatchable again one of the funniest things i've ever laughed at the fake incest scene where they're all kissing each other in the trailer and the dude's uh, like <laughs> girlfriend of the girl he's talking to walks in on him making out with his sister and mom <laughs> it's fucking hilarious they're playing pictionary they're drawing a skateboard they scream out big black cock <laughs> yeah it's a funny movie you need to rewatch it because you're, you're not no, giving I've it the actually, credit it gets i've actually seen i haven't rewatched it in full but that's one of those ones that would come up on cable at my parents house and i'd watch like 20 minutes of it in and out but it's good it's top five i don't think it would have made i think it would have been like 19th on my list it's top five my number five ty i talked about that will ferrell mark Wahlberg dynamic we see it here again came out at the beginning of the decade 2010 Very i believe early on the other guys jason number five it's number five on your list yeah it's number two on my list i fucking love this movie okay and again, Will Ferrell, he makes an appearance at number two. So okay. he's, he's still got it in him. But again, this is probably the oldest movie on the list. A little bit of recency bias? For what? Because you said this is the old. Well, never mind. Never mind. No. Never it's mind. It's not. It was a decades list. Um, but The Other Guys is great. I rewatched it again about a year ago. I've talked about it. It's just, it's great. It holds up. I mean, everything's funny in it between the dynamic between Mark Wahlberg and Will Ferrell. Mark Wahlberg knowing random tasks like the ballerina dancing to make fun of people it plays every time <laughs> will ferrell being a pimp in college yes gator needs his gat gator needs his gat mark Wahlberg shooting Derek jeter yes uh Death the Pop. rock in samuel L. jackson's <laughs> brief appearance fucking jump off a building and die yes <laughs> uh i love this movie my favorite scene is probably when he has the grandma go back and forth with his wife because he doesn't, he can't be seen with her, and they're just telling each other dirty things that they're going to do to each other, and they have the grandma relay it. She's all fucking dressed up, and it's yeah. hilarious. Um, I will say this: this is kind of was this the start of Will Ferrell playing the awkward white guy? I think we talked about that. I think it is. 
but it kind of had a little mixture of everything because you you know he had that and then he had the gator side of it which is kind of like um but even old school a little bit a little bit yeah i would i definitely could see that because even that it's an awkward white guy yeah who you know typically wouldn't be a fucking pimp yeah but it plays and i very much i think in you know influence from old school yeah but this is where he falls into that awkward dad role <laughs> yeah and then he tries doing other things like Holmes and Watson, and it's just terrible. It's not good. And then we remember why he doesn't do it anymore. Very true. Uh, what's your number four, Ty? Number four on my list, Jason. This movie, uh, it honestly could have been higher, but I love my top three as well. Hot Tub Time Machine. Oh, my gosh. Didn't even crack my top 23. I Mostly because I don't remember much of it. Love. You need to watch it again then. Okay. Because it's funny. I love Craig Robinson. Okay. It's a funny motherfucker. I love... Rob Cordy? Don't know who that is. He's a bald white guy. You know him if you see him. Oh, yeah. He's a funny motherfucker. And there's just so many scenes in this that are funny. And it just plays. It plays every time. I sit down, I watch it, and I laugh. I laugh a lot. How was the sequel? Not as good. Keep it real. Hot Tub Time Machine number four, and you left off a Will Ferrell movie. I know. I think I know which Will Ferrell movie. And I didn't see it anywhere, but I'm not upset about it. What do you mean you didn't see it anywhere? Like, when I was looking up and doing my research for this list. And I'm not upset about it. My number four might come as a surprise to you, Ty. My number four, Deadpool, the original. Oh, shit. The fourth funniest movie of the decade for me. Really? And this was my argument why. It was originally Deadpool 1 and 2 were both going to be ranked low, but then I thought about Deadpool 1. And I remember seeing it in theaters on Valentine's Day with my boo. And I just, it was so, it it was just different. It was new. It was, he was, Ryan Reynolds, you know, there was a whole thing of Ryan Reynolds wanted Deadpool to be made a movie forever, you know, got shot down so many times. It felt like an underdog movie, you know, even, it felt like even the studio didn't want to make it and they even took shots at the studio. It was different because it was a comic book movie, which is normally a kid's movie, a family movie, but then they just went completely vulgar. And I just remember excitement being at all time high. I remember laughing my ass off in the movie theater and I just, it was like a trailblazer and I was like, you know what? It's got to make the list. I'm fine with that. I think Deadpool 2 is funnier. I think, honestly, yes. But I think when laughing the first time, I think Deadpool 1 made me laugh more just because it was so different. That's if that fine. makes sense. That's, I'm fine with that. All right. I think it is a better movie than Deadpool 2. Yeah. But it's great. Uh, again, might have been on my list. Well, Deadpool 1 was more, you know, they, they had the humor, but they wanted to make a good movie, too. And then Deadpool 2, they saw what was funny about 1, and they were like, okay, let's just... Let's fucking hammered it home. Hammer the... Yeah. It was great. Deadpool 1, I will say, the first, like, 30 minutes of the movie, I've probably seen a million times, and I'm kind of over it. <laughs> just because, like, my dad used to always watch it, like, almost every night. And I would always walk in on, like, the first 30 minutes of it, and then the part from the beginning to, like, I don't even know. It was a very Like, small him meeting budget. the girl and everything. Yeah. It was a very small budget film. There's only like three sets, I feel yeah. like. Yeah. So, I mean, you there's watch... the bridge. There's the... I mean, they have like the arcade and the small stuff like that, but then there's yeah. his apartment. There's that final fight scene. And then maybe where he gets the treatment done. Yeah. And the bar. But those are small sets. Yeah, those are small. Yeah. It's not a lot. It's no. a very low budget movie, and they fucking knocked it out of the park, and it's hilarious. Yes, it is, Ty. Jason, I believe we're in our top three. Yes, but one of my top three is already gone in blockers. One of my top three is already gone in the other guys. All right. Number three on my list, Jason. I don't know if you're going to agree with me. I don't give a fuck anymore. (laughs) Horrible bosses. (laughs) 
Okay. Jason Bateman. Jason Sudeikis again. Jennifer Aniston. Again. <laughs> I think I like Jennifer Aniston in comedies. All right. I love Horrible Bosses. Never seen it. You've never seen Horrible Bosses? <laughs> never seen it. Jason. I, I'm i not ashamed of it. Especially now that it's your number three. I mean, it's fucking hilarious. And you need to go watch it. Ty, what's going on with your list, man? I stand by it. I feel like when the, the lists come out and the people watch it all around the world on YouTube, Ooh. I just feel like you're going to get my Pixar treatment of just getting ridiculed. I don't think so. <laughs> I think a lot of mine are classics. And I think some of mine don't get enough love. Okay. And they're right up there. So that was your number three. We'll just jump. And your number two is already taken. So I guess I'll do my number two. It's a recent movie. Um, very your recent. number three? blockers okay number two very recent movie and again just in terms of how much it made me laugh that's why it got number two on my list because i laughed i cackled a lot in this movie i only got like an 83 on our movie scale that's how recent this movie is mm. it was around for the movie scale yep it's good boys it's a funny movie i just laugh my ass off with you miko darlene victoria and riley i feel like the comedy landscape is very thin nowadays and it pushed it and it was funny yes but comparatively to earlier in the decade, not as funny as some of these other movies. Is that why you've been taking the er- earlier movies? Because you're like, oh, comedy's not the same anymore, so I got to no. take the early decade no. movies. I mean, Blockers is new. Sausage Party was fairly new. That's about it. But <laughs> <laughs> I, Good Boys just made me laugh a lot. I, again, probably I'm, I've said this a couple times now. One of the funniest things I've laughed at in a theater is the ending theater scene where the kid's acting and he does like coke on stage as a little boy. Yes. I fucking died of laughter. <laughs> but I think the movie overall is not as funny as some of these other ones. All right. That's fine. That was number two on your list? Funny is a very subjective thing, so. Jason, I think I know what number one is on your list. This is unfortunate. Unfortunate? I don't agree with it. But we're going to stick to my list. Number one, Jason. Okay. It has a former rapper. It has a former dancer. Oh, man. Really? 21 Jump Street. Oh, my God. It was my number 10, and it got booted when you made me take all the sequels out. 21 Jump Street, I can sit down, and I can watch over and over again. 20- it makes me laugh when they're tripping the Jonah Hill, Channing Tatum dynamic. And I think when we look back, it is the best comedy of the decade. Number one on my list. I thought 22 Jump Street was better than 21 Jump Street. Absolutely disagree with that. I remember you and your dad loving 21 Jump Street, and I would come over and watch it. I'm like, this movie's good. It's not great. It's fantastic. It's hilarious. Made me laugh maybe three times. 22 Jump Street made me laugh much more. Well, I'm sorry for your taste in comedy then, Jay. Because <laughs> 21 Jump Street's a fantastic fucking movie. 21 Jump Street as the best, best comedy, comedy of the decade. Of the decade. Of the decade. Wow. Yeah. I mean, my number one's biased, but... Now, I will say, if this list was from the 2000s to today, I don't think any of these movies would be on my list. Okay. Yeah, because if you went from 2000s, you'd probably have Anchorman, Step Brothers, Dodgeball, all Super those classic. Bad. Yeah. You know what I'm surprised isn't on your list? Hmm. Um, Scott Pilgrim versus the world. So 
it was on my description list. I don't know if it's as, funny. I just know you like that list. movie. It is kind of a comedy, but that was my thing is I think it's the best movie out of all of these. It doesn't make me laugh as much as some of these, though. I think it's a better movie, yeah, but not as terms of laughing. Well, maybe we'll see it on your top 10 favorite movies of the decade later oh, in the month. We'll see. <laughs> I don't know what that voice was. <sighs> Jason, number, number one. one on your list. As I look at my grocery receipt, because I'm just <clears throat> disgusted with you. Anchorman 2. Anchorman 2. How did this not crack your top 10? I'm okay if you don't make it your number one. How does Anchorman 2 not crack your top 10? That's my question for you. So when we sit down, Jason, I said, I think Will Ferrell's past his prime. Yeah, you did. I think he doesn't have an M anymore. Yeah. I don't like Anchorman 2 even remotely as much as Anchorman 1. I and don't either, but I still think it's the funniest movie of the decade. Here's the thing. I think I, I honestly, I resent it because I wanted to like it more than I do. And so maybe, maybe it's good enough to be in my honorable mentions. I left oh it off because of how gosh. much I disgusts me to watch at this point. Oh my Because gosh. yes, it is a good movie, but I wanted it to be so much more than it was. And it was just not as funny. It I love them trying crack. Filled with one liners. Remember being in the movie theater and we watched the fight scene and we were just dying of laughing fight at that great. fight scene. It's great. It went above and beyond. Now, if I Break rewatch that. Break out a freaking future gun. It's not as funny. It was great in theaters. All right. How, we're like going said, back, how we're much going back do I laugh when I see it? I laughed a lot, Anchorman 2. Saw it twice in theaters. Going back to Marvel, I think Infinity War is a better movie than Endgame. The experience of Endgame in theaters was uncomparable. Anchorman 2, the experience in theaters was great. Yeah. When I sit back and watch, I'm like, eh, not that good of a movie. I still laugh more than the other movies on this list, and I definitely laugh more than fucking 21 Jump Street. 21 Jump Street, the best comedy of this decade. Dude, that's... I'm okay with Anchorman 2 not being the top of your list, because I understand what you're saying. I still think if you remove that in terms of one-liners and everything, I still think Anchorman 2 is the funniest. But just not making your list at all? Mm -mm. And then having horrible bosses? Great movie. And 21 Jump Street. Great movie. And Hot Tub Time Machine. Great movie. As your top five? I just... And what was your number three again? Horrible Bosses. What was your number... What was your top five? 21 Jump Street, The Other Guys, Horrible Bosses, Hot Tub Time Machine. We're the Millers, Jay, and I stand by it. We're the Millers. That's the other one. They're great comedy movies. Oh, man. Fantastic comedy movies. I'm sorry, your taste in comedies isn't that good. My taste in comedies isn't that good. <laughs> I like all these movies. I think all these movies Those are Those movies bangers. you mentioned are better movies, but the movies I mentioned are funnier. I watch these. You rewatch the movies on my top 10. You watch all the movies on your top 10. You laugh more at mine. Guaranteed. I don't think so. And that's all this is about. How I'm going to go laugh. buy a pitch counting clicker, and we're going to sit down and watch 20 movies, and we're going to click each time we laugh. Uh, Riley can apparently hear us through the wall and she just texted me that Tyler's list is ass. You've infected her brain. <laughs> um, here was my complete list in no particular order of 23 of them. Oh, okay. Anchorman 2, Sausage Party, Good Boys. We've already seen those three. Book Smart from this year. Really funny movie. I have not seen that. I've heard it's great. Um, Get Hard. Really funny movie. Have you ever seen Get Hard with Kevin Hart and Will Ferrell? It was an honorable mention. The other guys, Dinner for Schmucks. Have you ever seen Dinner for Schmucks? Once. It had one line in it that made me laugh really, really hard when I went and saw it in theaters, and that's why it, it, it didn't come close to touching this list, but it, it deserved to <laughs> at least get right here. Hall Pass. Remember Hall Pass? 
funny movie. First movie I saw that had tits in it. I don't remember anything about it. Besides the tits? I do remember there was tits. Aussie tits. Sure. 21 Jump Street, Ted, We're the Millers, 22 Jump Street, The Interview. Remember The Interview? I didn't, funny. A little bit forced, but funny. <laughs> Neighbors, Daddy's Home, Ted 2, Trainwreck, only for John Cena. I thought you were going to have Trainwreck on your list when you said John Cena was in it for only a couple seconds because him in that movie fucking is hilarious. But the movie as a whole is not whatever. But John Cena killed it. Yes. Yes, he does. <laughs> uh, Deadpool Bad Moms. Pretty funny movie. Have you ever seen Bad Moms? Maybe once. I don't With remember. Mila it. Kunis. Yeah. Thor Ragnarok. Jumanji. Pretty funny. I didn't even think Jumanji. Blockers. And then Shazam made my list just because it was pretty funny. All right. Didn't the, come close to I'll it. I'll put but. the ones I left off. Pitch Perfect. Oh, my. I Again, left off. It was thrown up there. I said, you didn't even have Anchorman 2 on your honorable mentions, but you had fucking again, Pitch Perfect. That was resentment. Oh, my God. I'm, I'm fine with that. Pitch Perfect's a great movie, and I'm not going to be ashamed to say I like it. This is the end. Very meta. Yeah. The movie That Awkward Moment. Don't know if you've seen it. It's a Christmas movie. It is not a good movie. But there is about a two-minute scene from that movie that is fucking hilarious where he okay. uses tanning lotion to beat off. Okay. And they just roast his penis for two minutes. Okay. That is why it was on the honorable mentions. Sex Tape, not a great movie. I just saw it. I was like, yeah, it's funny. Threw it up there. Didn't make it. Mike and Dave Need Wedding Dates. Funny movie. Okay. Dirty Grandpa. It yeah. gets shit on critically. I think it's kind of funny. <laughs> <laughs> right along. Uh, Scott Pilgrim. Oh, my God. McGruber. Jason, have you ever seen McGruber? <laughs> no. I don't think so. It sounds familiar, It's though. an SNL skit that they turned into a movie. It's like MacGyver who like makes like special weapons but like doesn't use guns or anything it's very funny you should watch it and that movie made it over okay made your honorable mentions over other movies okay yep uh easy a a movie that did 9.3 million in the box office it was a bomb on a 10 million budget it is now a cult classic (laughs) what was the one you just said easy a that's a good movie oh my makes me laugh it's just a good movie the interview a million ways to die in the west i never saw that one really Mm mm-hmm it's a good movie. Hall Pass, Get Hard, 21 and over. Never even heard of that movie. It's got Miles Teller in it. Is that it? That is my list. And I stand by it. I think we have to end this podcast and end this YouTube video and end this friendship. I stand by it. I think my list is much better than yours. I went and saw Frozen 2 and uh, Won't You Be My Neighbor this last week, and I was going to give a movie scale rating, but, you know, that can just wait until uh, you see one of those two movies, if you do ever see them. Probably won't see Frozen. Probably won't, I probably won't see either of those. It's not Won't You Be My Neighbor, it's a Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. What did I say? Won't You Be My Neighbor. Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. Um, yeah. So we could just not talk about that right now. Going back to my list, Jason, I told you Will Ferrell was only on it once. Actors who made it more than Will Ferrell. Jennifer Aniston appears twice on this list. Jonah Hill appears three times. Rose Burn Burn it? <laughs> appears twice. Okay. Ike Barinholtz. Okay. Appears twice. Seth Rogen appears a couple times. I thought you already No, you said Jonah Hill. Uh Jason Sudeikis appears a couple times. Mark Wahlberg. Appears a couple times. <laughs> Will Ferrell appears once. Man. I stand by it. 
I sat here. I pondered over this list. I can't wait till we do our top ten movies of the decade. That'll be fun. You got anything else, Ty? I just love my list. I hate it. You know what? That's all right, Jay. Because <laughs> mine's right. Okay. I have the integrity. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> you got anything else? No. Be a good friend, everybody. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.